In case you don't know, the things that you do with your money matter. You can often affect change in this country with your wallet as much as you can with your vote, maybe sometimes more. One way of doing this is by buying things that are made here in America. And I mean really made in America. American cars aren't made in America anymore. They might be assembled. When you buy clothing from American Giant, this is the one time that you will know you're getting true American quality. Made with merit. Made by people in this country for a fair wage. Every stitch and every thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here. So you're not just buying clothing. You're investing in the process to save America. We have to get back to the independent spirit of American manufacturing. And American Giant is doing their part. All of it means made in America. Please. Join us and join American Giant in their quest to restore ourselves. There's American Giant in all of us. Find yours. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. program this hour we are going to tell you about the new chinese credit score that has been introduced now officially you can find it on the website in your credit score it is it should chill you to the bone should wake your friends and neighbors up should be the final answer to anybody who says that's just a conspiracy theory that's not happening that's not how they're going to use it well, I'll show it to you on their own website and in a press release yesterday. We'll give it to you this hour. In case you didn't know, the things that you do with your um, with your money, really, they do matter. They matter a great deal. And you're looking to save money. 55% of Americans carry their credit card balance over from month to month. 55% of Americans. That's a huge number. And it makes sense. Things are expensive right now. Life is expensive. Everything is really expensive. This is where American financing comes in. They're America's home for home loans. They've been helping people just like you save money for over 20 years. Their salary-based mortgage consultants will help you guide will help guide you through every single step of the progress uh, process uh, from the free mortgage review to whichever outcome works the best for you. They'll help you understand all of your options and from flexible terms to fast closings 
they have you covered. It's American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. There is a, a story that I saw published. I, it was either the day before the election or election day. And I purposely held it because I thought no one will pay attention to it today, but it needs to be told to the American people. We have Alan Dershowitz uh, with us, one of the most celebrated lawyers in the world. Uh, he is a man who has been fighting a smear uh, against him when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein. If you remember, uh, a woman who was a victim of Epstein said that Alan Dershowitz had sexually assaulted her when she was a teenager. Well, new news in this. In a joint uh, statement announcing the settlement, she said, quote, I have long believed that I was trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein uh, to Alan Dershowitz. However, I was very young at the time. It was very stressful and a traumatic environment. And Mr. Dershowitz has, from the beginning, consistently denied these allegations. I now recognize I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz. Her lawyer, who, if you remember the story, no friend of Alan Dershowitz, David Boyce, um, he even said, quote, the time has come to end this litigation. Mr. Dershowitz has suffered, I'm quoting, has suffered greatly from the allegation of sexual abuse made against him, an allegation that he has consistently and vehemently denied, end quote. So I wanted to make sure you heard that news. It wasn't buried. The very important uh, person uh, in our in our culture and in our law has been cleared. Alan Dershowitz, welcome to the program, sir. Well, thanks. I, I have, but uh, there's more to the story, and we're trying to get all of the depositions, all of the videotapes, all of the audio tapes that have now been sealed at the request of Gouffray and Boys and her lawyers. We want to get them unsealed so that you can play them on your show so that the American public can hear the whole story, not just the partial story reflected by her dropping the charges uh, against me. There is a tremendous amount that has been sealed and they have sealed it. And I have from day one said, I've, I, I waive all my rights to privacy. I want everything out. And I think everybody understands if you have two people and one of whom wants everything kept secret and the other of whom wants everything made public who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth. So yes. I want everything revealed and I want the media to go to court and say, we have the right to hear if there's an audio tape, if there's a videotape, if there are depositions, if there are emails, we want to hear because, you know, a lot of people were accused in this case. Uh, George Mitchell was accused, the former majority leader of the Senate. Bill Richardson was accused. A.O. Barak was accused. Um, the the granddaughter of uh, uh, Pousteau, the explorer, was accused. Leslie Wexner was accused. And so most of the story is still suppressed. And I want it all to come out 
And I hope that the media wants it all to come out so that the whole story can be told. Well, we we will file for that. I would love to. Sure. I would right. love to play those. Um, so and I will support you. I will support you because I want nothing hidden. I have nothing to hide. I never had sex with anybody but my wife during the relevant period of time. I don't flirt. I don't touch. I mean, the whole story has been made up from beginning to end. Yeah, well, you've been, you know, a, a Harvard professor for long enough that if you if you did like young women, it probably would have been noticed a long time ago. 50 years yeah. and um, never in the 50 years was a single complaint ever, ever leveled against me. I've had dozens of um, female research assistants, thousands of female students, um, but never until this uh, was any any charge ever leveled against me. And, and, and we know why. We know the reasons why the charge was made. Her best friend uh, has, has a tape, which is not sealed, uh, in which uh, she said that uh, Gouffre never wanted to charge me uh, or name me. Uh, she never wanted to name me, but she was pressured to do so by her lawyers. And if you read my book, um, uh, guilt by accusation, you'll see I lay out the whole scenario of why uh, I was used as a stalking horse to try to get a billion dollars from Leslie Wexner, a very wealthy man who was also accused. So I want the whole story to come out. I want every every deposition, every videotape, every videotape, every so, email out there. Uh, how did it feel to have Boyce at least say that on record? I mean, it probably well, rang hollow to you because you know the real yeah. story. He doesn't mean it. Um, uh, you know, he he wanted to, to make sure I, I dropped my, my countersuit against him. He sued me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't I don't believe that uh, uh, his feelings really are that way. But I don't really care. The, the case against boys was never important to me. It was always the accusation, the false accusation made by Virginia Gouffre, which was believed by a lot of people. And a lot of people canceled me as a result of it, including major Jewish organizations like Temple Emanuel in New York, the 92nd Street Y. I would hope they would now reconsider their cancellation and invite me back. Uh, and it's really affected my ability to defend Israel. This call, I'm, I'm in Israel now. I know you love Israel. I, I love do. Israel. I, I'm in Israel right now. I hopefully will be meeting with the new prime minister and my effectiveness in defending Israel was substantially curtailed by this accusation. And so now I think I can go back and, and do what I've been doing for 50 years, defending civil liberties, defending the Constitution, defending human rights, and defending Israel. Well, um, I, was just, I just talked to uh, Bibi Netanyahu, what, uh, last, last week or something. Remind him mm -hmm. I'm, I, I really want to become a citizen, a dual citizenship of, uh, of Israel. I just just, well, we, just throw that in there. We can, will you? Do that. <laughs> we can do that together. We can have a joint ceremony. Uh, I've, I've always had a, a, a wish to do that. You know that Bibi offered me the job of being Israel's ambassador to the U.N. And if I had taken it, I would have had to become an Israeli citizen. Um, but, um, why, why aren't you, a, why didn't you take the dual citizenship? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm such a patriotic America. I love America. I, I didn't want to do that at the time, but you know, things have changed. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I certainly didn't want to give up my American citizenship. I would never do that under any circumstances. No, neither would America. I. No, That's neither would so I. So good to my family and to me. And I love it. And I, you know, 
Yeah. I, I, I salute the flag. I don't take kneels. I stand up um, every time, you know, and sing along with the Star Spangled Banner and, yeah. and, and love, love July 4th. So I, I, I'm an American, American at heart. I was, you know, born here and I will, I will spend the rest of my life as an American defending American values, but I, I also defend Israel, as you do. Yeah, I, I will tell you, Alan, BB said to me, why do you want to become, uh, why do you want to have citizenship in Israel? And I said, one of two reasons. Either if the crap hits the fan, I want to be standing with people who are wide awake and who will stand and know what they're fighting for. Uh, and the second reason might be, I guess I just want the two most unpopular passports in the world. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And the two passports of countries that people want to come to more than almost any other country. Right. Uh, You know, people just everybody wants to come to America. They can insult it and attack it. But people vote with their feet. People want to come to America and people want to come to Israel. The refugees from Ukraine are coming to Israel. Many Russians are coming to Israel. You know, Israel is a great, great, wonderful, wonderful country. And uh, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, Alan, we're tomorrow. I'm doing a special on uh, the FBI and the Justice Department and how out of control it is. And this is something we've seen before with the FBI, Um, but it's becoming extraordinarily disturbing. Um, How how do we rein this in with uh, with oversight that just doesn't want to do oversight? Well, first of all, there has to be a change in the Justice Department of the FBI. Right now, it's a schizo- they're both schizophrenic groups. On the one hand, the Attorney General of the United States is in the cabinet. He is a loyal Democrat. He's supposed to help the incumbent president get reelected. That's part of his job. He's part of the administration in the cabinet. On the other hand, he's supposed to be an objective, neutral law enforcement official, the top law enforcement official. We're one of the only countries in the world that combine those roles. In England and in Israel, you have ministers of justice who are political. Everybody knows they're on the side of the prime minister. And then you have the director of public prosecution or some other person who is not political, who is not a member of the same party necessarily. And their job is to just do justice without any concern for the politics. That's can how can we you have to move in this country? Can you do that in today's world? Everything sports is now political. Oh yeah. Well, you see that after the World Series, there were complaints that there was not enough diversity in Major League Baseball because only seven percent of Major League Baseball players are African American. But nobody complains about diversity in basketball. We're ninety percent. It's it's so hypocritical. It's hit sports so badly as well. You can't have any discussion about anything today in in our country. I remember the day when Bill Buckley and I used to be on radio or television, Mm. and we would argue about everything. And then we'd go out and have a drink and talk about how much we admire each other's views, even though we disagree with them. Or, Or you and I still can have that kind of discussion. You know, you and I don't agree on a lot of domestic issues. But I admire your views. I admire your intelligence. There are too few people who have that kind of ability to keep politics out of everything. Right. Because their principles are more important than politics. But we don't we don't seem to see them. I wrote a book. I wrote a book called The Price of Principle. And it really is about how by sticking to principle, you get in trouble and it costs you family and friends and money and 
but it's worth it. It's worth it. You've got to stick to your principles. That's the key. So you have been teaching for 50 years um, and you've been teaching some of the best and the brightest. Are you are you concerned at all? Are you seeing signs of hope still at that level of of student that because I see polls all the time from university students, they don't understand freedom of speech anymore. They don't understand really the Bill of Rights. Not only that, but um, they they actually think that freedom of speech is a patriarchal, colonial concept, white supremacist concept. Jeez. There's no need for due process. If you know, quote, the truth about everything, what do you need freedom of speech and dissent? What do you need right. due process? It's a real problem. But I have to tell you, I'm proud of the students, usually in some universities, only a handful or a couple of handfuls of students that stand up to this. That's why I go out of my way to speak at the Federalist Society. And to speak. I'm not a conservative, but I want to make sure I support the young people on campus who are prepared to fight against the, the woke culture, who are prepared to fight against the denial of, um, of, due, of due process. Uh, there are too few of them, but there are enough of them. So I have some hope. You know, in Israel, they say, a pessimist is someone who says, oh, things are so bad, they can't get worse. An optimist says, yes, they can. So I think that things could get worse. I think they could get worse, but I'm going to keep trying to make them get better. Now, particularly that I'm free from this false accusation, I really can devote all of my time. 84 years old, but I'm still going strong, and yeah. I still want to fight for what I love about America, what I love about liberty, what I love about freedom. Well, I, I will tell you, I, I thought it was important that this story was not buried. Um, you're okay. you're an important voice to America and have been for well, a very I long time. I appreciate that. They're still trying to bury it. They're still trying to keep secret the um, uh, other material, and they're trying to shut me up, uh, shut me down. But I won't. I won't. Uh, uh, and I want all that material out. If you want to. If you want to move for it or your, uh, your station move for it, I'll be. I do. I do. We will. Uh, I'll have someone of my producers reach out to you, uh, Alan, sure. and we'll we'll uh, we'll get that because I would air all of it. I think people are interested and want to know the truth on what really happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, I do, too. I do, too. All right. Say hi, say hi to BB for me and uh, God bless. I will do that. You, uh, you too. Thank all right. Bye bye. Alan Dershowitz. Uh, the host of The Dersh Show. It's a podcast that you can uh, hear now that his name has been cleared, which you would think somebody would have, you know, the decency to, you know, make a big deal out of that. I find this to be completely incredible. I mean, we, we talked to him when all of this was going on. He yeah. was just as adamant. He didn't do anything. And but he was he was canceled. He was thrown out of organizations. He was th- tossed to the side. This is a. This is not just some accusation. This is the central accuser in the Epstein thing. Yeah. Right. Like he. She's the one that accused Prince Andrew. Uh huh. She's the one that accused all these people for this. This was. This is not just some like side character who came along after. This is the central person in this case who's now who's now admitting she may have made a mistake identifying him. And this is why you keep your life clean. Ooh. Alan Dershowitz clearly is a guy who has kept his life clean and defended dirtbags. But is not doesn't seem to be a dirtbag himself. And when you pick on people like that, uh, it's pretty hard because it's hard to accept that they are that kind of person after a lifetime of being decent. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has a promise uh, and 
its promises it will do good and never forget the heroes who have sacrificed everything, everything to keep us free. It's their annual season of hope. And between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will be delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Let me tell you about Maggie. She's 26 years old, or she was when she was deployed to Afghanistan in 2015. A few months in, she was permanently injured by a suicide bomber. Tunnel to Towers is delivering a fully adapted mortgage-free smart home to Maggie and her family for the holidays. Smart homes are vital in easing the financial burdens that many veterans face, and it makes their lives a lot easier. This is just one case, one example of what Tunnel to Towers is doing, and they do it with your help. Help America's heroes and their families this holiday season. I can't think of a better donation than $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T. T.org. That's T, the number two T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. One other observation about Alan Dershowitz. Mm-hmm. He's five years older than the president. Is that amazing? I, they don't you seem like the same to, species no, when they no. talk. I, no, I, I, they don't. I mean, if Joe Biden can't get through two consecutive sentences, this guy is razor sharp at 84 years old. Play cut six. Here's Joe Biden yesterday. Um, uh, I can't have trouble reading this. Reuters, uh, Natanja both. And then he looks up like completely confused. It's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible what's happening. And and I think, you know, we always kind of summarize this as, uh, he's, he's too old for this job. And that's true to some degree, but like... Donald Trump and yeah, Ellen Donald Dershowitz. Trump is almost as old. It's the genes. Yeah, look, it really it, is. Some people can can do it. It's not to say that no one can be sharp enough at 84 years old to, or 79 years old to be able to, to, to be on top of their game. Clearly, people the can. The guy who leads my church is, I think, 94... He's clearer than I am. Mm. I well, mean, that's not that's not hard. That okay, much. you're right. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but he, you know, it just it it's a difference in your genes. I'm I'm convinced of it. It has nothing to do with age. I didn't realize uh, Joe Biden was robbing the cradle with Jill at 71. I mean, geez, wow. wow. I mean, come didn't on, know. Joe. Holy Whoa. cow! That is that's <laughs> sick. That is sick. <laughs> Back in a minute with uh, more on ESGs. Oh, it's a conspiracy, is it? Your Chinese social score arrives in America. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. Sharon wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, uh, our pit bull, Molly, was in very rough shape when we adopted her 10 months ago. She responded well to high-quality dog chow. But her coat still had a small, a strong smell to it, and bathing didn't eliminate it. You know, it's taken Uno like four baths to get rid of the skunk's smell, and Rough Greens ain't helping with that. <laughs> anyway, she said her coat still had a strong smell. Bathing didn't eliminate it. She's been on Rough Greens now for several weeks. She loves eating it on her food, and her coat smells much, much better. She's more energetic, and her other issues are resolving nicely. Thank you, Rough Greens. Well, thank you, Sharon, for, A, rescuing a dog and uh, taking care of him. 
It's not a dog food in Rough Greens. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog's food, and it's chock full of everything your dog needs to be healthy. I want you to go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you a free uh, trial bag. It's free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call them today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP and get 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, the Great Reset and ESG. ESG is... uh, Regarded to uh, by many in mainstream media as a hoax, as something that just is not happening. Let me give you two stories uh, that have come out today. The first one is from Bloomberg, uh, and it will show you how it is working on the highest of levels. And it is the E. Now, some people will will admit, okay, the E is happening. Yeah, we're getting rid of. Fossil fuels. So the E is happening, but but not the S and the G. So let me just give you the first one. The head of the World Bank came under fire recently for not being tough enough on climate change. This is, by the way, in Bloomberg. So now he's going to go all in on ESG. World Bank President David Malpass calls for expanding the development lenders mission to explicitly include public goods such as climate change. Weeks after his hesitance uh, to publicly confirm his belief in global warming led to calls for his removal. So he's like, well, you know, I'm not sure we know all of the causes of global warming. Everybody in the power players, they all said he's got to go. Well, he didn't. Instead, Managers at the Washington-based institution will now review its operational model and financial model to find ways to boost lending, including using more grant and blended finance. Malpass said in a note to bank staff on Monday, it's seen by Bloomberg News, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen last month proposed changes for the World Bank and regional development banks, pushing them to move beyond country-specific loans to address global threats and speed the flow of private capital to poor and emerging economies. The U.S. is the world's largest shareholder of the World Bank. Oh, okay. So they want to get a little more aggressive in loaning, in loaning money to poor countries. Okay. Now that's the E. Let's go to the S. We actually have people now in legislatures, Republicans, all over the country that deny ESG is even real. October 24th, the FHFA, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, announced that lenders will soon be required to use two new credit scoring models, FICO 10T and Van uh, and Vantage Score 4.0, in order to sell mortgages to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Now, the FHFA uh, is the one that oversees 
the public-private institutions. Remember, we're all about public-private partnerships. So Freddie and Fannie, what do they do? They own most of the mortgages. They underwrite. They backstop most of the mortgages in America. The government is on the hook for those. Your bank doesn't own your house. Freddie or Fannie most likely own your house. Okay? And uh, they... If you're going to sell something to them, well, then they need to see the Vantage score 4.0. These, quoting the article, these two new credit scores are deliberately designed to make millions more of people eligible to purchase homes. Oh. Vantage score estimates that 37 million people will receive a credit score under their new model alone that are not currently captured by a FICA score. About 10.7 million will have a score of 620 or above, the minimum score for a mortgage that can be sold to Fannie and Freddie. Under the new credit model, people will be able to improve their scores by engaging in activities that don't have anything to do with capital ownership or credit history. Hmm. What will they be scored on, I wonder? Couple of things here. Stu, why does everybody that you know lived through 2008 know the names Fannie and Freddie? They're central to the mortgage meltdown. Oh, they were? Why? How? They, I mean, partially because they were giving out mortgages to people who didn't traditionally qualify for them right like, and they were backed up because the banks were told you better do this stuff you better right. get we need to get home ownership rates up right we need to show we need to have higher rates of diversity among homeowners mm-hmm. so they gave it to people who uh, may be great people but maybe didn't have the credit scores or the resources or the finances to actually pay them back they were risky oh. mortgages they bundled them all together they created all sorts of uh, collateralized, collateralized debt uh, obligations on top of them and, and the whole house of cards. That's amazing. So now 37 million Americans are going to be have the door open and at least 10 million, almost 11 million will have the score that now is above. They can't afford a house now. But when they improve their scores by engaging in activities that don't have anything to do with capital ownership or credit history, they can have a higher score so they can buy that house. Oh, that's so they're great. not going to have they're not going to become more credit worthy. They're just going to become better people, better people like they love the environment better more than another blend person who might have a higher yes. credit score. But we'll give them yes. the mortgage because they love, you know, right. clouds and the mm-hmm. sky and trees, mm-hmm. clean air. They'll be able to sell mortgage now to mortgages to people, including many who are probably unqualified banks and mortgage companies will be able to do that. And then immediately sell those to Fannie and Freddie Mac, unloading the liabilities on the back of the banks and instead shoving it right to the taxpayers back. Banks and mortgage companies will make truckloads of cash without really any risk. Almost as importantly, those companies participating in the program are also going to receive a boost in their ESG score. Because they are now helping improve racial equity. 
so person A shows what a great citizen they are, mm-hmm. and then group B gives them a better rate, which shows them what a great citizen they are. Right. And then since group, since person A is doing business with group B, that probably raises their ESG score again. Yes. And then group B or A, the bank, can sell it to you. Yeah. And now it's on your back. And now, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I probably get a boost in my ESG score just for taking on that terrible debt that shouldn't be anywhere other Uh, That should have never existed in the first place. This is, you know, this sort of circuitous idea that you can continually, I mean, you know, this is uh, Schrute Bucks. You know, Dwight Schrute comes into the office one day and he's got his, he's got his own currency at his beet farm and everyone's like, ah, that's all work. Just keep spending Schrute Bucks on it. Well, that's not, the the economy does not work on Schrute Bucks. No, No. this is going to make the housing market more unstable. It will distort the market. It's going to cause another 2008 collapse. Um, you know, remember, though, the people who are pushing ESG want you to own nothing and be happy. So let's think this through. What happens when you add 10.7 million people to the housing market without increasing the supply of homes? More money in the market chasing fewer homes. That means inflation, the price of housing, will go up a ton. And who owns a lot of the single-family homes these days? Oh, hedge funds like BlackRock. They're going to make out huge from this. And they aren't worried about competing with those folks who are entering the marketplace. They don't even have enough credit to have a credit history. Never mind win bidding wars with you know, BlackRock or other Wall Street firms. Here's the thing. Biden has bragged that this will make the market more inclusive and that industry stakeholders support the moves. This is great. Now, I want you to know this important part. This is not coming from me. Vantage score is selling their credit uh, model by making the promise. I want you to go to vantagescore.com slash capital dash markets slash ESG. I'll tweet this out, but you go there and you will see creating social value through ESG, quoting their website. Vantage credit scores are often used by capital markets participants Uh, in both the consumer lending asset-backed securities market and the residential mortgage-backed security market. Um, You're going to have leverage and the best-in-class accuracy. It will include the underserved. It will demonstrate a commitment to ESG. And some of the benefits, the key benefits, most predictive, best-in-class model. Credit scores are going to be updated in real time, allowing for rigorous surveillance processes. Oh. So, I watched the episode of The Black Mirror where your credit (laughs) score is updated in real time, and it was a vigorous surveillance process. Sure was. That's on their website. 
Anyone who tells you this is a conspiracy, it's not going to happen. It's not going to reach down to you. It just has. Yeah, well, and it's already been. Ha- I mean, aren't they in billions of dollars here? I mean, how much? What are the levels of usage uh, in this already? Yeah, are, let me uh, see if I can find that. It is not it, day one of this no, program. No, no, they're no. bragging about billions and billions and billions of dollars being utilized already through this program. Yeah, they, it was like uh, eight point seven. Um, here it is. Uh, Vantage scores used from March twenty twenty one to February twenty twenty two fourteen point five billion. Vantage scores provided by consumer websites, $4.8 billion. Vantage scores used by credit card issuers, $3.7 billion. So they are already using this. It's at Chase, Lending Tree. It's at American Express, Capital One, um, Credit Karma. All of it. All of it is being used right now. And they've been telling you that it's just a conspiracy theory. I urge you to go to VantageScore.com and just uh, peek around. Look for their credit scores. Oh, it's so great. You can do other things to qualify for a mortgage. Gee, I wonder what those other things are. Look, you have to do your own homework on everything. And right now, the folks over at Goldline want you to do the same. You should be giving them a call this week. Also, going to their website at goldline.com and checking out their notable weekly news vault. This week, you're going to find a great piece from Elliott Management, which manages over $50 billion in assets, warning that a looming hyperinflation event could lead to global societal collapse. Oh. Oh, but that's only from Elliott Management, you know, $50 billion in assets. That's all they're saying is global societal collapse. This piece is not being talked about. Um, you know, it's flying under the radar with the mainstream media. Goldline has it right now and a lot of other extremely important news on their website for you to search. I asked them a while ago. I said, look, you guys really... You, you provide such great services, but you should help people like me stay informed on what is happening. If history is an indicator, hyperinflation leads to such a huge increase in the price of pet precious metals such as gold and silver and other commodities. So get it while the getting is good. Goldline is offering a whole pile of free copper with every order. Have you tried to buy copper lately? The more you buy, the more you receive for free. Call Goldline today. Find out how to qualify for free copper with every order delivered right to your front door. That's 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. I guess he will. Welcome to the... Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. All right. Uh, I want to talk to you about something very seriously. Very, very, it's huge. Today may be the day that Donald Trump uh, signs up and says, I'm, I'm in the race. He tweeted early this morning that uh, today is hopefully going to be remembered as one of the great days in America. Um, 
So I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I think he's running, and today might be the day. Today is a very important day in America, however, because today and tomorrow are really the last shot of us getting rid of Mitch McConnell as majority leader. It's a big one. It's a really big one. We, we don't save our country with Mitch McConnell uh, in charge. And I want you to call your senators, no matter who they are, if they're Republican, you, you call them and say, who are you voting for? Now, they're going to say, I don't know. You just say, well, we'll call tomorrow because you have to make the decision tomorrow. And if they won't give you an answer, you tell them that you're going to re- you're going to mark that down as a cast uh, vote for Mitch McConnell, because why would you not tell me why? You're not telling me who you're going to vote for because you're going to vote for Mitch McConnell. And I will remember that at your next election. Uh, Deb Fisher, Roger Wicker, Rick Scott, Ted Cruz. Those two are pretty safe. Mike Braun, Josh Hawley, uh, John Barrasso, Marsha Blackburn needs to be called. Here's the number for the Capitol switchboard. It's 202-224-3121. 202-224-3121. You can go online and find their direct lines if you want. But call them today get everyone you know today and tomorrow you've got to shut down the uh, capital switchboard for all of the senate calls that are coming in you have to send a strong strong message enough enough of turtle man the glenn back program